having said that right let's move on to what exactly do you guys do and how you do it um so we uh we have this SaaS platform uh, built, uh, which is completely cloud-based. Mm-hmm. Now we are also getting into like on-prem solution as well, uh, especially for PSU banks. Uh, but then it's a uh, primarily it's a cloud-based infrastructure and uh, solution which uh, you know allows you to do uh, collections uh, without having the need to integrate with ten different softwares and platforms. Uh, it allows you to onboard your entire collections team, uh, right from maybe the national collections head to regional collections head, and the regions executing these collection activities. Okay. All of them are our platform, and then you can define mm-hmm. their roles, their hierarchy, their structure on our platform, and then uh, do the allocation of those accounts in an automated fashion. So we have like a drag and drop uh, feature to to your logics of how you uh, allocate accounts to different teams. And uh, different sort of dashboards and mm-hmm. analytics uh, to understand the performance of uh, the collections at any point of time. This is all backed by uh, a data science layer or data uh, intelligence layer, uh, which uh, brings in the efficiency of the agents in terms of how many calls you're doing per day, uh, which customers or borrowers to interact, which is the best channel for a customer. Uh, to communicate with because we understand the customers from the past data of uh, communications. If we have right. sent like 10 SMS, uh, maybe 5 emails, 4 uh, WhatsApp, we know what channel he's most interactive at, where does he kind of click the links, does mm-hmm. he has, you know, get the payment link and uh, onto a state where he was making the payment, so it's the payment as well. So I think those are the data which are done and try you know, reinforcing the same data in the next set of collection uh, activities whenever that customer uh, goes in that delinquent bucket again, uh, or even like to like customers uh, also the uh, kind of approach which we understood. Understood. So this is like an entire uh, backend workflow for an NBFC or a bank. Basically, pura entire collection workflow is digitized and in one place. Everything from account uh, account allocation to make a checker to everything else on how to communicate to the customers. And you also provide data yeah. and rich insights on it. Have you yeah, uh, the, have you also done... Oh, sorry, please go. Uh, no, so uh, there are solutions like uh, performance management system. Uh, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing which nobody would have thought in collections uh, should be built uh, as part of the mm-hmm. platform. But we did that because uh, collections are driven by performances. Uh, that's the kind of uh, trait uh, of the collection teeth. And uh, they mm-hmm. drive collections by kind of uh, being a little more, uh, you know, on to uh, if the customer has mentioned make the payment day after tomorrow, there should be a follow up against that customer. There should be other mm-hmm. set of, uh, you know, activities which are linked to the previous set of activities. So, build a performance management system with where you can track like KPIs and KRAs of even the agents and drive uh, uh, your entire team's performance just on the basis of that. And even the incentives payout and could be calculated uh, right on the platform itself. So it's a integrated end-to-end collections uh, solutions. No, understood. And uh, when you when you're talking about uh, collections as a collection mechanism as a service or collections as a platform, right? So what essentially are the nuances that uh, I would say differentiate a collection for a two-wheeler loan versus a four-wheeler versus a personal loan and so on? And how do you kind of account for that in these kind of workflows? Uh, so our platform uh, is kind of a fully uh, 
kind of driven by configurations uh it's not that we have customized solutions for a bank which is just going to be a a lender with your just with your personal loan it's a singular platform which is having a lot of settings and a lot of configurations where maybe if hdfc or any large bank is kind of uh, doing many more uh, kind of uh type of loans and maybe from unsecured to secured loans and from maybe a personal loan to a home loan uh you can be able to configure the platform accordingly uh where uh things like in personal loan uh there is no security no mortgage there is no position there mm-hmm. is no kind of auctioning all of that things doesn't come in that picture it is all driven by a, a, a kind of a connection which you establish with the borrower and try to while on the other sure, from a home loan uh, perspective there are workflows of uh, how you can possess a property uh, how you could kind of follow up uh, a customer with respect to what notices needs to be sent to them if it has been a npa customer and then even uh, in terms of auctioning that uh, property there are certain set of workflow stages which are kind of they are taking care of so there are very mm-hmm. different ways these uh, kind of products behave uh, even at the time of lending and even at when you're doing the collections that would be completely different set of processes some would be common which is initial set of collections uh, uh, strategies but majority uh, towards the end is kind of uh, very different and we have been able to kind of uh, do that with uh, like the multi tenant platform or the platform which is able to handle all sorts of product types mm-hmm. uh, and never kind of built like customized customized solution Got it. Got it. So it's more like a configurable platform that you can configure as per the needs, but not completely customized. Understood. Right. All right. Uh, something. Uh, I mean, a question that's kind of been uh, uh, like running in my mind for quite some time when I first heard uh, you talking about uh, you know enriching data and uh, those pieces, right? So just to have you essentially dabbled in uh, using uh, AI or uh, AI and ML as a part of these entire ecosystem, wherein you are also able to, or uh, I would say, automate the communications to an extent wherein agents are not required. As, as I mean, agents are not required at all. For example, uh, completely incorporating, uh, I would say, conversational AI into your platform in such a way that there are automated voice calls made with a backend of uh, conversational AI bot that is doing the conversations. uh yes we have in fact uh, both of these use cases which you mentioned have been uh so generative ai uh, was something which we started like two years back uh where okay. can the human calls be reduced uh by bringing some voice uh, voice bots or voice calls driven by generative ai uh and these are okay. all trained on calls done by the customers uh, by these agents over period of time so obviously for the first two years when these uh, dialer solutions uh, which we provided to these vendors uh, there was a lot of data which got generated uh, and the conversations uh, between the agent and the caller we used that as the training data in of filter uh, calls for solution uh, and that allows you to communicate with the borrowers where borrowers would be asked questions and based on his reactions and responses it would change the questions uh, to the next set of in uh, you know, uh, workflow uh, and then take the input of that mm-hmm. even set up the calls maybe if a customer says hey i want to make a payment on 3 days later the voice bot would take that as an input schedule a call 3 days later if the payment doesn't arrive by the particular time ah, so those are kind yeah, of automated yeah. things which happen on our platform now coming to i think the first uh, uh, use case where uh, what all things which we do from a 
uh, artificial intelligence part of you uh, we try to understand customers to its that we try building mm-hmm. a persona of the customer from a contactability point of view because one of the most important factor in collections is to establish a contactability point and also see where he is most contacted so i think contactability sure. is where we have kind of built as uh, the significant portion of customer persona and the second is understanding what demographics uh, uh, the borrower has and the also the geographical location the pin codes how the behavior of uh, different collection activities across different products and different vendors is so an industry insight is where we get to understand uh, on our platform and take views definitely suggest and recommend uh, for a particular borrower whether it's self care borrower whether no uh, kind of uh, manual intervention is required and just sending a communication with a payment type of do the job or maybe a customer where a manual intervention is required maybe he's a habitual or most of the time he kind of misses out on the payments goes up to np and then you know makes the payment back again so i think you know to categorize the customer prioritize the accounts on which calling each performed uh, mm-hmm. this all helps you to bring your rois of the entire uh, for the entire collection activities for example uh, we help you reduce the bounce uh, which happens right uh, on the duty we help you kind of reduce the cost of collections we help you reduce the tax of collections because if you are not doing a blanket solutions for collections uh, by sending like the same set of sms template to all the same set of email template to all and doing more of a personalized uh, connect with these borrowers to the uh, right set of met- uh, templates and right set of channels uh, you tend to kind of get collections much more quicker and faster hence saving the cost and the time no definitely i think this is uh, much needed as well and uh, i personally would actually prefer to be get called uh, by an ai bot rather than a human uh, given from one unfortunate experiences you know uh, uh, that i had so i mean it was a probably a small uh, postpaid line that i had uh, i wouldn't want to name the company it was probably 100 rupees that was outstanding for a couple of days and i kind of missed out because my phone was in repairs and i did not get any messages or calls So the day I start, I received my repaired phone and I kind of uh, picked that up. I got a very harsh call from the agent saying, "Kab pe karoge? Ye ho gaya, wo ho gaya, blah blah blah." I mean, I mean that's not. I mean, basically, I closed my postpaid line with that company. It was a BNPL product that I essentially closed with that company, saying, "Kiar, inke saath uh, it doesn't really make sense uh, doing any kind of or uh, is a business with these guys." So. end right. customer experiences is often uh, kind of become sour with these kind of uh, agent calls and i have seen that happening to a lot of other people as well wherein maybe because of some or the other reason ek aad bar shayad miss ho gaya hoga i mean and ultimately you know that sour experience of that brand and yahan pe these agents are outsourced these are not even representing the company's brands as such and hence the regulator uh, getting involved into kind of this space uh, you would see more and more of uh, regulator kind of intervention collections especially uh, as the lending uh, digital mm-hmm. lending grows uh, especially because you have to be customer centric as well you can't kind of play around with customer experiences true uh, that's what's to be kept in check there are certain norms which majority of uh, the agencies don't mm-hmm. even know can't call a borrower like before 10 am or after 7 you can call for so many number of times uh, a particular borrower the western markets would have much more advanced policies around collections i think we expect to the, uh, that to happen in our country as well in the epd years to come uh, mm-hmm. that's the natural uh, trend which you would see even uh, in our country and we are all prepared for it 
or have all the functionalities and all the tools policy control uh, right on day one for you to have your customer have the best experience even if it's perfect perfect having said that right uh, what is the what is the most uh, what is the one feature or upcoming feature of your product that you are excited about like you're personally excited about that trending uh, there is one problem statement which we uh, understood from majority of uh, two wheeler and especially vehicle loads uh, is that uh, there is a common set of uh, people who go on ground to collect as well as to onboard their customers uh there is no two different teams and and you could call about like it um there is like a team which is doing just collections on ground and then there is a separate team uh, doing maybe an onboarding of customer kyc doc collecting documents that's not the case uh and that is what we have learned uh from majority of the vehicle known customers uh, especially and uh, because of having like a common application because again the lenders do not want to have multiple applications in the phones of these agents that if for onboarding okay. you need to use this application and for data collections uh, you need to use this uh, application rather because mm-hmm. the customer as soon as he is getting onboarded for kind of loading and we go no special The flow starts right from there, from a collection standpoint. That means first year my SG one, then collection which should happen. We are kind of moving right. up the ladder uh, in terms of uh, even the uh, EMI collections. Can we help you do match? Can we help you do you know deduct uh, on on time from the customers? Uh, so I think that's that's a, a kind of an integrated mobile application which we are building for allowing these agents uh, to collect. as well as to onboard the customers uh in from one single application navigate uh, to borrowers houses uh, even have like a whole uh, OTP verification done that you are the right agent who is coming to collect some document or even BMI Dotted. which is due for payment so all sorts mm-hmm. of that is getting embedded within the Keto Street application interesting interesting yes, that's something I think that's brilliant. Uh, these kind of uh, I'm not sure if anyone else is kind of getting uh, into this much details for the feet on street uh, application side, but it's good to know that at least someone is. Uh, having said that, right? Uh, one uh, interesting question that I had is when essentially you sh- uh, so you basically are inter- integrated with the industry since last four years, right? And once uh, these uh, blenders have integrated your uh, solution as such, what are the unique uh, customer anecdotes or uh, any unique customer metrics that you have seen uh, i'm when i'm talking about customer metrics i'm talking about the end consumers or borrowers in this case uh, uh in the borrowers uh, yeah in the borrowers in the borrowers like any unique behavioral shifts or uh, any unique stories that you might have i think it's it's borrowers because we we Don't directly ourselves gets to interact with the borrowers. It's the lender who interacts with the borrowers through communications and all. So obviously the feedback of the borrower you can't get that directly on our platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously you can understand by some proxy or derived uh, metrics how is the kind of uh, interactions with the borrower. So obviously we have seen uh, in a in both kinds of setup, which is pre-tradgenics, post-tradgenics, uh, mm-hmm. that escalations reduce. uh what used to happen um before for example uh, wrong template got sent to many of these customers 
something which was an intended to be sent to a uh, a forward let's assume you you were to kind of make a payment of your EMI uh due for maybe 10 days before and you made the payment today uh and there was some collection activity scheduled for uh, for you today but because the systems are not well integrated in a pre-cryptogenics uh, kind of a setup or traditional collection setup uh you might have made the payment but that to update uh in get updated in the system and reflect on uh, the collection system would take maybe a day and you still end up ha- receiving a message on your mobile that hey, your amount of this much is due which you have already paid like an hour so i think that is one of the poorest experience which uh, majority of the people were getting this through while we getting uh, the whole integrations done in real time all of these updates in real time as soon as uh, the payment is done Can't even call, can't even communicate. No numbers, emails are kind of accessible to you. That's the level of you know of, uh, closure which happens to an account, and no agents will be able to access that data. So that's okay. one of the experiences uh, from an escalation point of view. We are seeing that the number of escalations suddenly starts to kind of reduce because you have a lot more control over uh, the collections uh, activities and uh, you know uh, things which you are doing with the agencies and through the agencies and. Mm-hmm. No, that is interesting, and I think uh, as a side effect of uh, these uh, post-payment collection calls or collection messages, there was a new line added to the messages saying, "Please ignore if you have already paid." I mean, <laughs> that just confuses a person even more if you have two accounts with the same lender. <laughs> right, right. No, I guess uh, we 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 in fact when we were onboarding lenders, we received a lot of templates to be onboard uh, kind of up. uploaded on our platform and we could see most of mm. the templates was written please ignore uh, if you have already made and <laughs> i'm that's like a feeling sorry uh, for something which you know you are making a mistake and it and it's okay that uh, you're making the mistake but i'm just sorry for it <laughs> no and that reflects poorly on the brand as well i mean if i'm getting that yeah. message i'm like why don't you just reconcile i mean in today's day and age this should not be happening exactly Great. Uh, having said that, right? Uh, one final question for this segment before we move on to the rapid fire round: What or how essentially do you see this industry, the collection tech, uh, in uh, I would say collaboration with the digital lending industry, evolve over the next five years? Given the fact that we are where we are uh, with respect to the AI as well as uh, as uh, basically blockchain and a few other technologies. So I mean, from a blockchain perspective, earlier it was very stigmatized in the Indian market, and now uh, we have successfully, or I would, or at least I would like to think we have successfully destigmatized it by decoupling it from the crypto and NFT markets. How do you think these technologies will essentially impact the evolution of your specific business over the next five years? It's a far-fetched question. Now uh, I would say uh, because we love to speculate. <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, but uh, a lot used to get changed in a decade before, but I think it has come down mm-hmm. to five years now. Uh, as yep. you know, uh, lives are changing very fast. Uh, five years, a lot of things get changed. Uh, so you never know what would be the kind of uh, picture. But I can definitely tell you for uh, collections, uh, the way collections used to happen uh, before uh, no longer that thing mm-hmm. the way. Majority of that uh, would get digitized. Uh, collections, which is happening on ground, where people are visiting people's houses or borrowers' houses, collecting cash, it would no longer be there in uh, the future. Uh, the next couple of years, in fact, 
uh, because mm-hmm. uh, as we are kind of moving towards more and more UPI uh, being 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 way off kind of sending and receiving money, uh, being kind of uh, using digital uh, money, uh, digital modes of transfer of these money, and there's also things like digital currency and all coming up, you know, smoothing up the whole uh, digital transactions. I think uh, it would be much more smoother, uh, much more better. Of uh, collections, customer experiences would be the forefront of uh, the uh, view which these lending companies would take, uh, and the regulators would be kind of the ones to push that uh, in that right direction. Uh, definitely, in terms of uh, artificial intelligence or data science, uh, I think they are they those are uh, kind of uh, the technologies or uh, the segments which are. Helping us learn more and more about a customer uh, to be able to be precise at what would be the right approach to collections, and we have been significantly using and investing on that technology. Um, and I think we have built products, we have kind of shipped products. People have been using that. I think has shown great results, and we'll keep investing in that direction for us to create a moat around what uh, we are dif- uh, differentiated by in the collection space from the rest of the players. What be the data and the uh, learnings from the data using these technologies? Uh, maybe I think that's that's pretty much the side I would uh, uh, get, a side I would get to see uh, maybe future of this. Awesome! Looking forward, and I'm glad uh, that more and more founders are now bullish on AI as well. And uh, I've also seen a few of them being bullish on blockchain, and that also kind of warms my heart because blockchain is also very close to. Uh, I mean, I've, I've worked a couple of uh, projects on it earlier as well, and seeing it stigmatized in the Indian market was really uh, kind of disheartening to say the least. But no, I'm glad it's on track, and I'm glad a lot of you founders are also super bullish on it. So yeah, looking forward to great things from you guys uh, in this field. And yeah, having said that, let's move on to the final and probably the most uh, favorite uh, segment of mine called the rapid fire round. Five questions, you get okay. zero seconds to think. जो दिमाग में आया बोलने का simple, right? <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Having said that, let's let's go forward. Uh, first question: What is your favorite book? Uh, Dream with your eyes open. Uh, I think that's one of the books uh, I had read. Uh, okay. Really loved reading that book because it teaches a lot about How you should uh, see your lights? Uh, mm-hmm. How differently it could be than maybe the one you're. Awesome! I think I'll uh, keep. I'll note this down. Who's the author for this? Aroni Sprovala. All right. Aroni Sprovala. Okay. Got it. Got it. Aroni Sprovala. All right. Uh, Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I was an Android guy. Switched it like last year. Um, okay. Then I went. Uh, since MacBook has been always there since college, but never mm-hmm. uh, phone. Uh, but since I've moved to uh, Apple, I think it's a whole new kind of uh, view of how you use your phone. And definitely. Any any thoughts to go back or any second thoughts after moving to an uh, iOS last year? No, no thoughts to go back at all. Uh, I think uh, the storage is something which should be uh, worrisome. But uh, apart from that, uh, all is good. True. Yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. Been an been an Apple fanboy for last ten years now, so it's good wow. to see people switching. <laughs> uh, right, What's your good, good habit? 
it's not guilty but i think it's also connecting at the same time uh, building bonds and relationships mm-hmm. uh, within the organization taking teams and got it come on that that is there is no guilty in that we thoda sa masala hona chahiye i don't think there is guilty okay being safe okay um how do you measure the success of your startup um so i think uh by two things uh one is obviously the, the business and the revenue aspect of it uh and mm-hmm. especially that would come with expansion uh, as more and more revenue show be but we would be right but uh at the same time bottom line has to be kind of kept in check uh the second is people uh, the most important uh, because if you are kind of uh, get uh people as just people and not part of the organization having the same vision and uh if mm. you look at the organization uh you you won't be able to reach uh, the first metric that on where you bought it so yeah. obviously you have you have to kind of look at people as your own set of uh, family and team uh, where you are together working hard to achieve a common goal so yeah got it got it no great i think uh, i resonate with that as well that connect and that uh, feeling of togetherness has to be there in a especially in a startup for everyone to be aligned and that makes sense right uh having said that one final question right how do you disconnect from your work once you go home or do you even disconnect at all no i think for the first uh, four years uh, uh, for the first three and a half or three years uh, we couldn't because i and rishabh used to live together hmm. <laughs> so even at office after oh. office we have talked majority of the time about work but i think uh, uh now given that there is already a leadership team and there is some time which we get uh, after work uh it's really fun mm-hmm. uh we often you kind know, of uh, there's a park in front of our house uh we often go to that park okay. uh, talk a lot of things uh, about friends uh i think that wasn't the norm a year back uh but yeah i think that's pretty much uh, the way we spend our time after office that's that's good to know i mean finally you're getting that time uh, to think about something else than work right chalo acha i mean i've i've heard of a lot of founders who don't switch off completely and then there have been a few people out I, i would call them anomalies uh, basically as soon as they go home kaam khatam and as a founder i just uh, find it very difficult for i mean 
एसेंशियली द फाउंडर्स एज अ सेगमेंट टू कट इट ऑफ यार दिमाग में वही तो चलता है उसके अलावा चलता क्या 24/7 नहीं एग्जैक्टली यू यू कैंट कट इट ऑफ शेयर्स कंप्लीटली बिकॉज़ इवन आफ्टर कम बैक आई नो देयर वुड बी लाइक 50 प्लस मैसेजेस ऑन व्हाट्सएप टू रिस्पॉन्ड टू देयर वुड बी ईमेल्स स्टिल पेंडिंग फ्रॉम द डे टाइम बिकॉज़ व्हाइल यू वर इन ऑफिस एग्जैक्टली थिंग्स यू वर इन डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ कन्वर्सेशंस व्हेन यू डिड end up kind of having time to look at uh, your emails uh, and mm-hmm. whatsapp and then at the night you are ending up responding to all of them and then so you can't cut off at all uh, obviously you can time exactly. find time in between uh, you know right. have some peace in your mind and spend some time with your family uh, at the same mm-hmm. time you're kind of uh, getting to know what's going around I I get it right I get it but I I've seen a few founders who say ki ghar ke ghar jaane ke baad I don't open my phone mera phone uh, office phone is different and my office laptop is different I don't touch it till I go to the office next day and I'm like you are probably an anomaly as such I mean I've hardly <laughs> seen people who been able to manage it that way and right way there is that up that's impossible I would say not <laughs> <laughs> we should probably take classes from these guys एक मास्टर क्लास रखते हैं इसके लिए हैविंग सेड दैट आई थिंक दैट्स दैट्स आवर टाइम वाओ इट्स या दैट्स अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स 30 मिनट्स हियर एंड ऑलमोस्ट 20 मिनट्स इन दैट कन्वर्सेशन सो या थैंक यू सो मच फॉर थैंक यू सो मच फॉर बीइंग हियर इट्स अ प्लेजर हैविंग योर आनंद एंड या अ लॉट लॉट टू लर्न फ्रॉम यू थैंक यू सो मच फॉर बीइंग हियर मैन ओ थैंक्स शेयर शेयर इट वाज विद अ ट्रैक गुड मैसेज